Indigenous entrepreneurs, it's our time to shine. Powwow Pitch is all about supporting powwow vendors to grow their reach while celebrating our diverse Indigenous culture through trade. Visit shopify.com forward slash powwow pitch today to sign up for a 60-day free trial to trade more with each other and the world. Entrepreneurship and innovation have always been an integral part of Indigenous ways of life. And today, this is inspiring sustainable and transformational solutions. To learn more about how RBC supports Indigenous communities and businesses, visit rbc.com forward slash Indigenous. Small businesses are the foundation of our communities. That's why MasterCard has invested in tools to support small business owners as they grow their business. With MasterCard tools and resources, you can increase sales by shortening checkout time, broadening your customer base, and tapping into new opportunities to increase customer loyalty. So get started. Discover all the ways MasterCard can help guide, grow, and protect your business at mastercard.ca forward slash small business. Welcome everyone to the Powwow Pitch Podcast, a show empowering Indigenous entrepreneurs. I am your host, Sunshine Quem Tanasco, and I'm an entrepreneur from Kitagon Zibi Anishinaabe. I got my entrepreneurial start on Dragon's Den selling baby moccasins, and today I'm the creator of Powwow Pitch and Her Braids a children's book author, a water protector, a mom, and an advocate of Indigenous entrepreneurs. Each year, Powwow Pitch supports thousands of Indigenous entrepreneurs to tell their stories. I launched this podcast to grow the reach of our entrepreneurial wisdom connected to our rich culture and deep roots as Indigenous people. On this podcast, I interview some of the most successful Indigenous entrepreneurs, makers, and creators to share their stories, learnings, and wisdom to lift us all. The Powwow Pitch Podcast is a production of Powwow Pitch, syndicated through the Startup Canada Podcast Network and co-presented by RBC, Shopify, and MasterCard, with the support of an entire ecosystem of partners committed to the success of Indigenous entrepreneurs. Every few weeks, we drop a new episode, so be sure to subscribe to the Powwow Pitch podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and anywhere else you listen to the Powwow Pitch podcast. Also, be sure to visit us at powwowpitch.org to sign up for our newsletter to get in on the loop about support, resources, funding, and opportunities for Indigenous entrepreneurs. Welcome to the show. a very special guest with us, Kyle St. Amour Brennan, the Build Native Indigenous Entrepreneur Program Lead at Shopify and also a member of the Powell Pitch Advisory Council. Kyle, thank you for coming back. We have something super exciting to share today with Shopify. Um, so welcome back. 
uh, to the show for the second time, Kyle. Yeah, miigwech, miigwech. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, so like we're not going to give away the surprise. We don't give away the goodies right away. That's what, you know, I've been told <laughs> time and time again. So we're not going to talk about our surprise here. Um, but uh, besides that, what have you been up to uh, with Shopify? Good. Yeah. I mean, um, it's uh, obviously another year with the Build Native uh, with Shopify Entrepreneurship Initiative. So doing lots of stuff. Obviously, Powwow Pitch is, is, is um one, if not the biggest things of, of, of all that. But uh, yeah, lots going on. We have our digital community operating right now. Uh, we're curating a bunch of, uh, you know, product uh, skill shares, workshops, um, and then looking at building some some amazing, engaging and, and dynamic events over the course of 2023. So lots, lots to plan, lots to get together and, and sort of figure out. So pretty excited. Right on. Yeah, you've been a you've been part of uh, I guess we've been part of each other's journey now for for how many years? 5? Five? 5 years. Yeah. Yeah. 5 long, years. Long time. Yeah. Long time, yeah. Um and like I think more people that that obviously we work with more people are making the jump into an online store. Um, but there's still some indigenous entrepreneurs who like post stuff and post stuff regularly, like products on their Facebook or their Instagram, and then just accept the payment through e-transfer and all that stuff. Um, what advice would you give them to like, because I encourage everyone to make the jump from just social to creating an online store. So what advice would you have for those yeah, I mean it's 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 really about owning your time. Um, that's the big component. Is that you know obviously most people start off selling through social just because that's where you have an audience and that's that's what it's about. You mean you're trying to get what you create in front of the people that might either want to want you know want to buy it or or want to be able to to kind of share and and have something to help express themselves through it. So, you know, the big thing about selling through social is you spend all the time in the DMs trying to figure out, you know, that and sending the e-transfer through, did it go through it? And you have to get the shipping address, things like that. But that's the big thing is the transition to online store is really just supposed to allow you to own your own time. So instead of spending all that time in, in these, you know, Facebook messenger or, or Instagram DMs and stuff, you, you have the ability to kind of show people here, go to this place if you want to get it. And then allows you to spend more time doing what you love, which is either creating a product, you know, working on cultural revitalization or, or anything that you're more interested in. So I think that's the big thing is, it's really, it's just, it becomes a necessity after a certain point um, because you're just spending too much time doing things that are not, are not the passion, you know, and I think that speaking to any entrepreneur, customer service is not necessarily the easiest thing. It's not necessarily the people's favorite thing. Um, sometimes it is, you know, having conversations with people who are really stoked about what you do, but, uh, but it's, it's really just that. So I think the transition from social to an online store is really just meant to, um, to, to kind of centralize everything. Cause now, you know, now we're inundated with so much information, like <laughs> whether it's like, you know, whatever's the new thing, the next TikTok, or, you know, maybe it's be real, maybe it's some other thing, you know, whether it be YouTube, Instagram, you know, any of these various social medias, like it's all platforms or opportunity to share. And then eventually, like if you could have that all centralized in one place, why not? It allows you just to focus on the most creative and fun parts of what you're doing. And maybe the what's the driving passion behind what you're doing. So 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they're doing the work, the hard stuff anyways, and then they have to add extra work. And you see so many times people post the, these things and they're like, whatever it's sold. And then they post it again a couple of weeks later and say, well, no payment was made. So now you have this product. Whereas like yeah. it, it makes it just so much easier. I, I, you know, I can't say this enough, but like, really, it's just so much easier to have an online shop. Um, then you don't even have to worry about all that stuff. It's like easy peasy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's that's it. It's like uh, being entrepreneurs hard enough is already hard. It's like, you're dealing with like, Oh, is this good enough? I'm putting it out there. What if people don't like it? All these other things. And then you're spending like, you know, hours sometimes or your day just trying to chase people down to get payment for it, to know if you're Mm going to do it. And then you're talking to these people, you know, there's the class of people who write you a DM, like, is this available? Yeah. And then, and then you're like, yeah, it's available. And they're like, Oh, like, and then they try to like lowball you and like yeah. you're having this like back and forth being like, well, it's not really up for discussion. It's kind of like, yeah. this is what I'm doing right now. Yeah. You, you get rid of all that stuff and you just focus on doing what you really like, which is creation of those products and maybe all the stuff that goes into that. You know? Yeah. And it's often a lot of like art based and, you know, like we mm. see so many people who are like into beadwork, into making ribbon skirts and and doing traditional arts and stuff and They want to make it a job and make a living off of their passion, really. And that's what entrepreneurship is. But uh, they go to powwows or markets and they set up there. But like, what advice do you have for them about taking their first step for a website? Like, they often say, well, I don't know how. I don't know what to do. Okay, make it simple. What do they have to do? Yeah, I mean, you sign up for a free trial. <laughs> sign up yep. for a free trial. You know, you could go to buildnative.shop and sign up for a, a Shopify free trial. And then you have 60 days just to figure out how you, you need to set it up. And it's it's actually easier than you think. Like, I think a lot of people have had introductions to different things and they think it's quite overwhelming. And, you know, what's, you know, obviously when then people start off on social media is because they're already on social media, you know, usually mm-hmm. they have an account anyway. So they've kind of interacted with it, which it, like, it, feel like a, it could feel like a whole new unknown when you go to something like Shopify. Mm-hmm. But when you get in there, it's laid out in a capacity that's like, you know, you know, it, it's all simple. Just add your product. Maybe you have a photo of it on your phone and, and you could add it from there. And then you just put in your business name and then, you know, set your pricing and then, you know, you have a template that you use and you can just like edit the template or theme and make it look how you want. And then there's the opportunity just to improve on that. And then you start realizing like, oh, OK, then you look at other people's site. Like, how do they do that? Mm-hmm. Then you just go back and you, you obviously draw inspiration from as many places as possible to try to express yourself. And it's really that's the component that I tell people like that's the big advantage is that. You know, people people are looking for unique goods and people are looking for products and and you know, products that they could feel um good about, you know, participating in and, and purchasing and stuff. So if you're able to share that story in as easy and accessible a way as possible, mm-hmm. um, you really have the opportunity to really like get an audience growing for you because that's the big thing is that, you know, what's different about about, you know, a Shopify thing is is it, you know, when you have a website, it's, it's yours. It's, it's, you're the main storyteller. It's not necessarily somebody else's platform like Facebook or Amazon or Instagram. That's somebody else's platform. And then you have to fit into their mold with your own website. You could tell your own story like in its totality. So you could really own that space and make it your own. And it's mm-hmm. similar to like that. And if there's a part of it, you know, like 
when you're selling at a power, like your personality is a part of it, like where you come from, you know, like it's all, all the things that like, you know, when you're a vendor and you're selling in person, people ask you like, where are you from? Like, how long have you been doing this? Mm-hmm. Like you have the opportunity to answer those questions in a way that like, you know, it's really hard to do that on Instagram. Like there's a tiny little bio. You're not going to be able to fit that all in there necessarily. Like you can say where you're from, maybe a little bit about what you've done, but like to, have that full conversation or communicate fully like you really have that opportunity with an with an online store and 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 to do in that capacity yeah so question are you i like i don't know but can you make your entire shopify website from your phone yeah yeah yeah, ah. so, yeah entirely um there's a great example of this is there's a Anong Beam. I don't know if you know Anong, but uh, Anong is uh, is Ojibwe from Antulan Island. Um, her dad's Carl Beam. He's a famous famous Ojibwe painter um, and like artist. But she started this business called Beam Paints, and they sell it at Indigo and Chapters and all that stuff. But it's like these these wood slabs that have these beautiful watercolor paints on it. But she started the entirety of her business and ran it off of her phone for like almost three years. So like, it's just like, because there's not that like great technology, like there's not that great internet on Manitoulin Island. Yeah. Um, and she lives on the res there, like not, not on Wiki, but she's from, I um, um, uh, can't remember one of the other communities that are on the, the, the North side. Um, she just ran it off of the data of her phone. So you have the ability with Shopify to download the Shopify app. And then once you shop, sign up for a free trial, you just log in with, uh, with that uh, free trial. And then, and then from there, you could set up the entirety of your store from your phone if you want to. Oh, my God. So first of all, has she done a powwow pitch because she doesn't like it's not ringing a bell right now? Second of all, this girl needs to be the poster child for like the ease of 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 shopify that's yeah, crazy for, for res business creation yeah yes. <laughs> yeah you know it's true it's i think it's stories like that that make it a lot more accessible is because people people think it's it's um oh i need like a web guy and i need yeah I need somebody come in it's gonna be like coding maybe and i don't know anything about that but that's not it's not true anymore you know it's made really accessible and you can do it from your phone and the good thing about doing it on your phone is that if you take a the pictures with your phone and now every single phone is like this super intense camera yeah you have the ability to to really take um take it to the next level but yeah i would highly recommend anybody check out beam paints and okay how do you spell it uh beam paints b-e-a-m paints and uh and uh you'll see it there i trust me i it's they're around a lot more than than i think i think once you see the product you'll be like oh yeah yeah i remember that but they're they're really incredible. Um, Anong is just incredible in general, but uh, definitely an inspiration for, for all of us too. She, she's hired like all her cousins and they have like a studio thing and they harvest all the watercolors sustainably off the land and everything. And it's named every single one of them are named in Anishinaabewin and stuff. So it's like, it's really, really cool. Oh my God. Beam paints. If you're listening, please contact me sunshine at powerpitch.org. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk to you and meet you. Uh, awesome. That was frig. You, you, I don't even know, but like she, you just set a bar so high for her. I'm so uh, curious to meet her and see what the work she's been doing. Yeah. She's um, the best. Yeah. So me and Kyle are both from KZ represent, <laughs> represent, <laughs> represent. And we're like sort of cousins. We are cousins. Res cousins, yeah. Res cousins, you know, you know how yeah. it is. All um, my relations. 
<laughs> say it say it more stoic <laughs> yes, better. Okay, we'll work on that. But um, you see a lot of intra- uh, entrepreneurs, not specifically like just indigenous entrepreneurs, but like entrepreneurs all over the board. But mm-hmm. is there something that stands out about indigenous entrepreneurs and how we bring our culture and values onto our shop? Like, is there something that differentiates us? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think there's a principledness that like... Um, you know, even goes beyond a stereotype. It's sort of, uh, you know, that's the big, the, the number one thing feedback I've gotten. And to be honest, like probably the greatest living pleasure of the work that I do is, is you just, you know, like indigenous entrepreneurs, are not only humble, but they, they are the stewards of like, you know, this up underrepresented perspective. And it's like, you know, oftentimes other businesses, like if you think about people in other business contexts, they struggle to figure out what's their mission, what's their values, what's their mission statement, what's their branding name and stuff like that too. Those are things that like indigenous businesses kind of have already, like they already have a deeper mission because there's a drive to be an entrepreneur that is oftentimes like in solving problems in the community, whether it be like water problems or, you know, a number of other things. It's sort of like you're trying to solve a a gap that you see around you in your environment, whether it be like cultural revitalization or, or all these variable things. So you see that like so distinctively in indigenous entrepreneurs, like it's easier for them to find a unique fit and find that originality because they're coming up with like, you know, they're coming, they're showing up to the table already with, you know, this like base, base layer of culture that, that allows them to stand out and really be unique. And the more and more that they develop that, the more they're able to, to, to truly stand out and take it to another level. And I think that's the thing that, that is really so beautiful to see and, and really, you know, it's, it's so diverse based on every single community, because I think only now, like, you know, people are recognizing that it's, there isn't one indigenous culture. There wasn't, there isn't one, you know, community or one experience or one expression of that. So every entrepreneur comes up with their own story or comes to the table with their own story. And then it allows them to do that, but they already have like all those different components signed up and it's such a gift. And it's a gift that a lot of people don't realize um, because they're coming at it being with a lot of imposter syndrome and a lot of other things that are like, Oh, you know, I don't know if this space is for me or I feel weird about it. And then you kind of realize like, Oh, when I've worked with non-Indigenous entrepreneurs, it's like, you know, branding and the mission and the about us page and the background and all the things that are, are integral to get right about your business over the long term that's the stuff they struggle with where indigenous businesses are like, Oh, I already have a name. It's like, Mm. you know, this like beautiful name that like has so much meaning in it. And then that's also like, this is what I want to do. Like I really want to support these people in my community because this is not happening otherwise. So -hmm. those two things married together is just like, you know, particularly in, in a high social impact sort of consumer environment, people look at that being like, well, that's a great thing to support. I already know that. And that's something that my money should go towards. And it's mm. such an advantage. It's, it's something that's so under, underutilized and underrealized. And it's something that I think indigenous entrepreneurs have in spades. Mm, I love that. I, I especially love something you said. I don't know if this space is for me. That's what a lot of indigenous entrepreneurs mm-hmm. say. And it's so like, we want to stop that. Now you've been a champion uh, for indigenous entrepreneurs ever since we started working together, whatever, five years ago, like actually a champion for that. And you've stayed the course and stayed consistent. And, you know, we've really have been growing together, but like, it's one thing 
for you, right? As, mm-hmm. as your work. Um, but it's another thing for Shopify. So why is supporting indigenous entrepreneurs so important to Shopify? Because they have really, uh, allotted this time and energy and all this good, all these good things, um, to powwow pitch. So can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's uh, it's one of those scenarios that when I when I first started in the space, uh, being an indigenous entrepreneur, and to be honest, not necessarily even using those words to describe myself, I just I just was a creative person who liked to express myself through products and stuff, and and then sharing them with people, and then I realized that you can make like a little bit of of supplement and income doing that, and then I think coming into Shopify, I was already a Shopify user, and then then from that went into that. So, and then having conversations within Shopify, Shopify is like a really fascinating environment because it's kind of like, it's like a, you're with a bunch of really brilliant entrepreneur minds. Like everyone in Shopify is like, is brilliant in some aspect of entrepreneurship. Like they have a skill set that's either in marketing or something else, but you have this like, oh, it's almost like a, I don't know, a high mind sort of thing. So people talk about the power of entrepreneurship all the time and the power of what it could do or what a product like Shopify could do for people. And then very quickly, you know, like stories like yourself and, you know, building Quimmies and, and you know, her braids and stuff like that, that just starts to inspire you to recognize, oh, you know, for all the other people who are in their communities who are, you know, there's not enough jobs, there's a you know a deeper desire to do cultural goods to focus in on harvesting or learn traditional things and they want to find a way to be able to supplement that so earn enough income to kind of do that you kind of realize that a tool like shopify is a is a is a great equalizer it's a it's something that will allow them to stay in their community you know like anong and or like anyone else to to just run a business either through their phone or on online if they have you know if they have that infrastructure um, to kind of go and do that. So I think in those conversations, like you realize really quickly that, you know, everyone else at Shopify was really in, in enthusiastic about it and they believe in it too. Cause it's, it's uh it's not even just a belief, a hypothetical belief. It's like, you've seen it, mm-hmm. you know, for as you know, for people like yourself or Anong or, you know, tons of the alumni of, of power pitch in general that, you know, have, have you Shopify or you Shopify currently, like, it's it's just the stories in there are so special and i think it's something that that you know shopify's mission is to make commerce better for everyone and i think the biggest thing that i've sort of come into here is like oh like what exactly is that everyone and does that everyone include indigenous people mm-hmm. and and that's really like the kind of core source of the of the work is is really focused in that how can we demystify entrepreneurship how can we get our stories to be told in an authentic way that could resonate based on like, you know, the actual lived hardships and challenges that our communities face mm-hmm. and things like that. So it's, it's, it's really that component. And I will say like, even up to the executive team at Shopify, it's something that everyone believes. It's some, they believe that Shopify is a, is a product that could really, really help people like bridge that gap mm-hmm. and, and bridge a lot. And also too, it's, it's just entrepreneurship is, is autonomy. It's, it's owning your own time. It's, it's uh it's so many of those things and i think it's really important to uh to um to really like you know the best thing about shopify and i think what's been successful at shopify um over the duration is that shopify is not successful if the entrepreneurs that use shopify aren't successful Mm -hmm. so everyone's just so obsessed with that like you know myself included like it's just part of the ethos here is that you have to be kind of obsessed about you know the people that utilize shopify and if you know their barriers and you know their struggles, you have to try to find solutions for that because otherwise 
you know, everyone else at Shopify is not successful. So I think that's, that's really what it's about. And I think what's, what's amazing about indigenous entrepreneurs is they face some of the hardest challenges, you know, like thinking about, you know, indigenous people in, you know, the Arctic, they're geographically remote with low population with like high cost of shipping. And in those capacities, how can you create infrastructure that allows them um, to, to find empowerment and, and share what they have to, to sort of share. And I think, you know, one of those great examples is Bernice Clark mm-hmm. and she's, you know, former, former winner of power pitch, but somebody who's just so resilient and it gives an, a living example of somebody who's able to stay within their community and then face all the challenges of, you know, climate change and geographic remoteness and where her community is at and still face all those things. But, you know, have the right tooling and capacity to sort of face that and go forward. So I think, I think most people at Shopify, you know, are really, really, really keen to do that because it really is, it really is the mission. It really is the the focal point here. Mm. Kyle, you just made me smile. That makes <laughs> me like so proud and happy and just all these positive things, like knowing that the people that you work with share the same sentiment like we just want everybody who joins powwow pitch or who creates a shopify store to succeed like we are your cheerleaders is 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 what we are and the fact that you know you're a cheerleader too is is super important and um so we just want to so what's the first thing that um Every indigenous entrepreneur who gets a free trial, uh, what what should they do to get started? Their first step. Yeah, I mean, I, I think in this instance, I would I would highly recommend them to um, to actually go to shopify.com slash pitch, and that's where they could get a free trial. Um, and it's it's a great place to just sort of get going, and then from there, you have a, bu- a bunch of additional resources that you'll you'll sort of receive through it. You'll have a checklist on how to get started, so something that's simple that to follow, you know, step-by-step, step. this is what you do. This is how you add your product and you kind of go from there. And, yeah. uh, that's, that's really it. I, I think like, you know, before, even before that, there's kind of the pre-step it's, you know, have an idea of what you want to call your business. Yeah. Have an idea of the product that you want to sell. And it's easier, even if you, you take a couple photos of it, um, even if it's just photos to start, cause you're constantly going to improve it. So that's the thing is that I, I've always seen entrepreneurs, um, really, worry about getting it perfect and there is yeah. no real perfect like it's you're constantly gonna have to reinvent it and improve upon it and mm-hmm. add multiple different stages and stuff so getting started is, is really just that think about what you want to do what you want to sell who do you want to share it with and then you know sign up for that free trial at shopify.com slash power pitch and then from there hopefully get it out there and then connect your socials to it and then and then continue on from there Step by step. Ooh, baby. <laughs> That's the takeaway from today is step by step. Um, but like we're here, we're, we're at this part. Um, we're working on something that Kyle, I feel like we've been talking about this for a couple of years. Yeah. And it's taken a while because it takes a while to do things and you can't do everything all at once. But we're finally here. I am like stupid excited about it can you tell our listeners what we're doing together yeah i'm really excited because it's it's something that i've i've dreamt up i mean obviously a powwow pitch is 
sort of encapsulating the experience of the, of the powwow and and trying to put it into you know you know obviously in in a in a way to sort of demystify the entrepreneurship thing of what that is and i think that this is just adding to that is adding to that experience and i know with every powwow comes the market you know comes comes all the vendors and all that and it's like you know like a lot of people it's you know along with the all the bannock and scone dogs and stuff. It's like one of the best parts to any powwow, but I think, uh, yeah, powwow market. So obviously this year we're, we're, um, we're shooting to launch the official powwow pitch market and which is going to be called powwow market. And then, um, be able to highlight some of the best entrepreneurs that have been, been part of the powwow pitch story over the last, you know, five to five to six years. Like this is huge because, we know in our communities, like we know the brands, we know the, you know what I mean? But it's, it's breaking the barrier so that like non-Indigenous people hear about us. And this platform here with Shopify is going to help, uh, you know, Canadians and Americans see what Indigenous entrepreneurship is. And so like, there's some really amazing brands. Can you tell us uh, some of the brands who are participating in this? Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think, I think um, it's just so beautiful to sort of see something like this, like fully encapsulate the story of the impact of the brands in which that Powell Pitch has has worked with. You know, with that, you have Mini TP, Sapling and Flint, uh, Sequoia Soaps, Wasa Soaps and Bernice, I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. uh, Wabanaki Maple, Banging Bannock, uh, cheekbone beauty you know there's so many of these amazing um you know pioneers of new spaces that are that have just been been part of this larger experience and there's also the ones that haven't even pitched yet that mm-hmm. uh, that are going to be part of it in the in the future so it's such an incredible way to showcase all of them consistently and and obviously too like entrepreneurs really struggle with marketing and struggle with yeah with getting their stuff out there you mean particularly the ones that are just starting out too um, and this is such a huge opportunity too, that like you could really, really, um, feature the best of almost every year. Um, you know, along with, with the amazing power pitch boxes, it's sort of a way to consistently kind of share the, share the spotlight or give platform to the, just these amazing stories that, that, uh, that all these, all these amazing entrepreneurs represent. Yeah. And like, it's so amazing to me how, a lot of this stuff has like, it's grown organically and that like, you know, what started out as a pitch competition to be like, here we go, we're at a powwow, here's some mentorship and some money and buy, you know, like we'll see you next year to now it's like this whole thing where we're trying and we're not just trying now, I guess we're actually doing the damn thing like (laughs) of like, okay, so you're at this level now, how do we take these entrepreneurs who were part of power pitch five years ago, three years, however many years ago, how do we help take them to the next level? And it's creating meaningful partnerships with people like you and with Shopify to be like, you have this capacity. Oh my God, we have this need and look how it's going to benefit the entrepreneurs. And so I think this is like just so amazing to me and what sort of the gravy it's like there's just so many positives, but the gravy to this is maybe you can talk about where um, some of the proceeds and and that sort of behind the scenes thing. 
Yeah, I mean, it's all it's all part of building a circular economy and building that mm-hmm. impact. I think. I mean, that's what Power Pitch does so well as it really builds a platform for folks to start and sort of excel. And in some cases, it's been a launching point for some entrepreneurs. In other cases, it's been like you know the opportunity to kind of show to a whole new group of people. So the so essentially the power pitch market is is essentially going to collect like you know 2.5% of all all of the proceeds from from everything sold through the power market that's going to be in the you know essentially like a, a development fund for all entrepreneurs um, in it so it's going to be this amazing opportunity to then build more capacity and hope you know help the next entrepreneur get into it and it's really going to solve the problem of like when you watch power pitch every year you're kind of like wow, that person's business is amazing. Um, where do I get it? Or how can I get a bunch of these things all at the same time? So uh, it's going to give the opportunity for people to to go to that place and not only browse that that individual business, but then also browse all the businesses that, that have sort of gone through, gone through the whole entire program. So it's pretty, it's going to be impactful for right now and obviously impactful for the future of Indigenous entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when everyone's watching, they're like trying to look on their phone to see where, you know, number one, follow them on social media, but then yeah. are like, okay, you have to go to all these different places to buy it. Whereas like, boom, at the end of the, the show, uh, the online one, it's like a one-stop shop to be like, oh my God, everybody here is an indigenous entrepreneur. And like, I can get all of these things and feel wonderful about it. Like, it's so awesome. I am like so happy that we're doing this. It's all going to be launching very soon. Um, I can't thank you enough, Kyle, for everything that you do, um, for helping to bring powerpitchmarket.com to real life. And I, you know, for helping Indigenous entrepreneurs, I don't know if you get to work with them enough for them to thank you and to thank Shopify, but um, your work doesn't go unnoticed and um, your good attitude and your, you know, you've just been there uh, the whole time. So miigwech and uh, cheers to rising more Indigenous, uh, helping rise them up, Indigenous entrepreneurs. Yeah, miigwech for that. I think uh, I think uh, I will thank every entrepreneur that's inspired me because it's definitely not a one way street. It's mm. uh, it's uh, it's an exchange all the time, and I think it's uh, it's an incredible place to be. Amazing. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, miigwech for having me. Miigwech. Thank you for joining us today on the Powwow Pitch Podcast, dedicated to empowering Indigenous entrepreneurs. The Powwow Pitch Podcast is recorded at the Odawe Indigenous Business Hub Studio, powered by NACA. Thank you to our co-presenting partners, RBC, Shopify, and MasterCard. And to our producers, Victoria Lennox and Cyprian Shalankiewicz. And to everyone who makes Powwow Pitch possible. Be sure to visit powwowpitch.org to explore how we can support you to start your business and sign up to our newsletter to learn more about the Powwow Pitch Competition, the Indigenous Entrepreneur Awards, the Indigenous Startup Program, the Powwow Pitch Box, and powwowmarket.com. Until next time, I am your host, Sunshine Tanasco. Miigwech. Miigwech.